everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Matt Report Season 9. It's the uh, almost the end of May. And a year and a half ago, I had a gentleman on by the name of Dan Maybe, and he was launching something called WP and Up, which you already know that if you visit store.mattreport.com and purchase a hat or a t-shirt, I donate 100% of the profits to that organization supporting mental health in the WordPress space. And now... It's known as a big orange heart. They're making a rebrand to a sort of brand name and brand recognition that goes beyond the WordPress space. We're going to learn all about why he did that, what the transition uh, looked like during this uh, sort of whole COVID-19 pandemic and what the future holds for a big orange heart. So I really hope you enjoy today's episode. You can get up on the mailing list over at business5000.com. Go to business5000.com, subscribe to that mailing list. Uh, It's the Idea Accelerator. You have an idea, you pitch the idea there. We share it with others on the email list. Go ahead and check that out, business5000.com. Let's dive in to today's episode. Let's take a look at today's first sponsor. You heard him last time. Check out wc.com. Check out wc.com like woocommerce well because it's for woocommerce it's an optimized checkout page for woocommerce checkout wc replaces your checkout page with a beautiful responsive and conversion optimized design best part about it and i know this is the best part because it's got a little fire emoji next to it on the website it works with every wordpress theme you can get a free seven day trial at checkoutwc.com, check out that animated GIF they have. It actually kind of shows how you can customize the elements of a checkout page because we want to get money as fast as possible. Right? We don't want to confuse the checkout process for our customers. We want to make it streamlined. We want to make it efficient. And if you're somebody who's using these powerful page builder tools like an Elementor, a Beaver Builder, you want to be able to code this stuff as easy as possible. And when I say code this stuff, I mean, you don't even need code, (laughs) right? You want to do it the power user way. That's what checkoutwc.com helps you do. Over the last 30 days, they've processed over $6.5 million in sales with 41,000 orders. It's crazy. It's powerful. It's checkoutwc.com. Today's second sponsor is Translate Press, translatepress.com, WordPress translation plugin that anyone can use, a better way of translating your WordPress site directly from the front end with full support for WooCommerce, complex themes, and site builders. A WordPress translation plugin that's easy to use for a change. Yeah, because I've looked at translation plugins before and they are not easy. And they are performance hogs and they break caching and they're complex. You have to hook them up to all these services. Translate Press does it all for you. It starts at 79 bucks a year for one website. I mean, look, this is powerful stuff. You have a big project. You have a multi-site project. You're working on a multinational uh, project. This is the plugin for you. Translate Press. It does an amazing job at translating your WordPress site. TranslatePress.com. Check it out. It's fast, efficient. Beautifully designed. They have a little video right on the homepage. You click it and you can watch it. I'm watching it right now. It's three minutes and 17 seconds long. It's, it's quick. It'll show you how to set it up, how to translate those pages right inside your WordPress site. 
TranslatePress.com. Awesome. Matt, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. I need to come have a chat with you. I'm excited to talk about this uh, sort of rebrand, this maybe new approach to to doing business and sort of diving into, um, uh, you know, why you made the change, how it's been going and how the past uh, WP and up efforts uh, are rolling into this. But if folks haven't heard you from our last episode a year and a half ago, January 21st, 2019, who are you and what do you do? First of all, I can't believe that was 18 months ago, but thank you. I'm uh, I'm Dan Maybe, as you mentioned. Um, I'm the founder of Big Orange Heart. Uh, Big Orange Heart is a registered charity uh, that promotes and supports positive well-being and mental health within the remote working communities. Uh, we have, as you mentioned, recently gone through a, a pivot of a rebrand into a new name. Um, Previously, we were WPN Up. Uh, WPN Up had a very, very, very similar mission uh, to support and promote positive mental health within the WordPress community. Uh, so there's been an awful lot of work gone on, um, and I'm really happy to come and have a, come and share some of that and share some of the experiences that we've had and what's led us into this journey and why we're here having this conversation. You don't have to be a business analyst or a branding specialist to maybe figure out that WPN Up sort of put your efforts into a box. Mm-hmm. Is that a fair statement? Like people just recognize it as just a WordPress thing um, and maybe not something that could help anyone who's a freelancer or remote worker, specifically in these times, right? Where we have businesses doing work from home or free, people going into the freelancing space, not even using WordPress, but is was that really the the big you know, sort of elephant in the room there was that, look, we have to get away from this WordPress thing. We, so it's been a really interesting journey, actually, this, we, we have from day one. So before we'd even launched WPN up, we always had the intention to be able to, or the, the desire to try and help as many as we possibly can with the, the services and the, the, the services that we're developing and the services that we've developed for our community. Um, so we had always said that there was, you know, as part of our three and five year plan, WPN up would evolve it would develop into more it would become more we're uh where are we we're about 18 months a little over 18 months into our three-year plan and we have had to evolve a lot quicker and we've pivoted a lot quicker and a big factor to that uh, to that pivot to that change was the current global crisis um, there's a lot of individuals that we are having conversations with and, you know, a lot of individuals that are you know, not specifically within the WordPress community that benefit from what we're doing. And as a board of trustees, we got together, we sat down, we said, look, what are we doing here? What's happening globally? You know, what's happening to the people around us right now? We're seeing millions of people being forced into a working environment that they're just not used to, being forced into a situation which you know, has a huge potential to impact these individuals from a well-being and mental health perspective. And um, we know this. We know this um, working model. We know, we understand how this works. We've been doing this for years and we've been developing support models and mechanisms for people in this environment. So why would we not want to try and deliver this to these people right into to a global community right now that would uh, potentially benefit from it? So it yeah, really I, just brought our timelines way <laughs> forward from the original plan. So how was that from an administrative task? Like how, how long did it take from you said, you know what? You met with the team and you said, it's time to rebrand up until launching the brand. What was that timeline like? Far too short. 
We started, <laughs> so the initial conversation uh, at the at trustee level uh, happened almost exactly two months from that initial conversation to the point where we said we are now this new brand. Um, but it, the, the, the first process required the board of trustees for us to come together for to decide what it, what it would look like, what that, you know, how it would feel, what it is we can do. There were lots of questions that we needed to answer. And um, it took, uh, I mean, our, our trustees are distributed. Uh, so we were a global team. Um, so it took several meetings for us to be able to come together and, and you know, make the decisions that were needed. So in the reality, from the point of us actually saying, yes, this is going to happen. This is what we're going to do to actually delivering. It was almost exactly four weeks to the day. In fact, no, it wasn't almost, it was exactly four weeks to the day from decision through to delivery. So the entire rebrand design messaging marketing everything was accomplished in a, a four-week period so i've got had you already owned the brand big orange heart and and you sort of said hey look this is the vision i have or did you all just come together to figure it all out no we actually had a, a slightly different vision um so uh, historically we've always used the the tagline together we can press forward and uh, it's something that we've used for some time now through uh, through all of the wpn up communication and press forward really did fit the positive connotation that wpn up has always it was always built around you know, we've, we've always looked at this message of you know moving forward moving up and you know, that, looking at the positive aspects of that community of that uh, message so press forward was actually um, the the uh, brand that we had originally registered and we were originally going to go forward with for for this pivot. Um, but again, we you know, we looked at that, we discussed it, and there were some conversations, and we received some feedback from community members that they were possibly just a slight, slightly too closely related to WordPress. You know, there may be some confusion as to whether this was still specifically a WordPress. Um, focused service so we really felt actually you know you know if we're making this decision you know to offer the services out on a to a wider community there does need to be a slightly cleaner and clearer message so uh, big orange heart was something that had uh the the orange heart emoji had been adopted within our community um if you're an active member in our slack community for example you'll see the orange heart is dotted all over the place it's something that people have really much very much ad adopted as a community so it was something that very has, has very naturally progressed and developed from um working with our community so it's a we're very happy with the name and the fact that we we looked at the um, you know, what domains are available, what social media um, uh, channels are available, and fortunately everything was. So uh, we moved <laughs> forward with it, <laughs> which is a, which is a rare thing these days. So absolutely, it's a sort of blessing in disguise. What other opportunities aside from the the brand perception of okay, this is no longer just WordPress, but what other opportunities do you think you have now? with this with this new brand do you feel like you can get into more opportunities or approach um well i'll just flat out say it approach more money right and just knock on people's doors and say hey we're looking for uh, uh donations and, and contr contributions and things like that does is that one avenue that really helps you breathe a little bit better for this stuff 
It is. It definitely is. Um, we we're not going to yeah we're not going to sugarcoat the fact that obviously as a charity there is a there is a financial demand. There's a financial need for us to deliver our services. Um, I mean to to put it into um, some context right now, our costs are somewhere in the region between ten and twelve thousand pounds per month to deliver the service. Uh, we we employ we we fund um, mental health professionals within our organisation. So there's quite a lot of cost associated with what we do, um, and for us to deliver the services, but the focus really for us is about being able to take our knowledge take our experience take the services you know the services that we've been developing and deliver them to a far wider community and obviously coming outside of the WP specific f- uh, branding so the WP and up branding meant that we can you know we can go into other communities we can start having conversations with because the the issues that we're dealing with the, the support that we're delivering and they're not specific to the wordpress community by any means and this isn't something you know this isn't us coming away from the wordpress community either i mean we are very much i mean our heart is absolutely in the wordpress community but we have the um the opportunity to be able to support more people through through uh, through, uh, through this um pivot so it's a yeah. case of you know let's let's take this and you know look at other communities and see how can we get this message into uh, into them. So it's been a year and a half since we last uh, chatted at this official capacity. What have been the major uh, improvements that you've gone through with the charity, with the organization from that year and a half ago? Are, are you better at the messaging? Are you better at organizing the professionals? Are you better at, you know, really fundraising, for example, like what are the things you have really improved over the last year and a half? That's a great question. And I'm going to be brutally honest here. We've moved at such a pace in the last, I mean, it's it's, really, it's been two years of, you know, actively as a team uh, working together. And there's been a lot of finding our feet. There's been a lot of figuring this out as we go. Um, We don't have all of the answers by any means. But there's been um, uh, an incredible team evolve and develop within this. And I think that's something that there's a real strength in the team that we have. There's a real strength between the individuals that that make up uh, the Big Orange Heart. There's no one individual. It very much is a team effort. And that's, you know, for me in the early days, this was something that was very passionate and it still is very much a deep passion of mine. In the early days, it was you know, relinquishing that responsibility and handing over and letting people, t- letting other people take on some of these things, was for me quite a difficult, quite challenging, um, because it was such a you know, such a personal thing, and that's something that's been definitely a, a learning curve for me. Um, I mean, I've, I've run multiple businesses, I've, I've experienced this need to you know, you know, pass on the responsibility, um, but this this project, because I think it was just such a, a close personal project, has has that that particular part has been a bit a little, little bit more difficult for me, um, but I'm really pleased to say that the team has definitely picked up that baton and done a fantastic job taking it forward. For, forgive my ignorance, but the in the US, and I don't know if this is you know the same uh, for you. There's you know uh, there's all these foundations, and in in I'm a, an hour south of Boston in the South Coast region of Massachusetts. And maybe just like everywhere else in the U.S. and the world, there are tons of nonprofits around here that are looking to, you know, get charitable donations, uh, apply for grants. And this is where I was going. So there's these grant writers and you apply to foundations and hopefully receive some money. I'm assuming that's similar mm-hmm. in your neck of the woods, yes. right? Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I am so curious of of that process and mm-hmm. and people's takeaway from that because you know uh like you and I were in this WordPress world it's the tech world we're very used to reading things like Elementor gets fifteen million dollars in fund in a Series A. We see all these TechCrunch headlines. We're very used to seeing like this venture capital uh, uh, stream of money, which seemingly from the outside it looks pretty easy, <laughs> right? It's just like I just people are got money everywhere, just giving me money for this idea. And I see people struggling in the nonprofit world to do these archaic grant rights and they have to do this whole song and dance and it's like why can't you just do like a one minute awesome video and send it to these foundations why does it have to have all these stipulations who's reading these days (laughs) you know reading all of this paper no one uh why can't it be a, a pitch like like they do in the startup world but i'm interested what's your experience with that are you going through those paces is it something you're getting into now it is very much a pain point for us. Um, I mean, to give you an idea, we did we went through a grant application. Uh, this is going back about a, about twelve months now. Uh, the grant application took us somewhere in the region of, um, I want to say, about three weeks to prepare to put together all the various bits and pieces that needed to be developed, so the various documents and so on. That application went in. That took a further six weeks for that application to be reviewed and, and the decision around it. Um, so quite a lengthy, I mean, we're talking nine, 10 weeks uh, end to end. That was a grant for £5,000. Now that for us is half a month. And that it just, there, there, there are a lot of these loops that we have, these hoops that we have to keep jumping through. Um, and it's, it's definitely challenging, uh, from, a, from that perspective. The, the kind of the grant funding side is, is not a route we've invested heavily in so far because of that exact problem. It's so time consuming. And I mean, yeah. the, it, it's an industry in its own right. We could be employing individuals in on a full-time basis just to go through the grant writing process. It's it's very much the kind of tender application process or tender writing process that we have within the business world with the same over in the uh, the grants for the non-profits. It's like, it's like all these, you know, cocktail parties you have to go and rub shoulders like well i have to be rich to go there first <laughs> so, i mean who's gonna pay for my day job to sit here and beg other people other rich people for money right um it, it have you know again forgive my ignorance but is there have you ever mulled over with the with the the team and it's probably not possible but is there like a commercial entity or something of like you know a for-profit thing but still supporting and sustaining community has that ever come across the radar at all Yes, absolutely. We're we're actively working on two projects right now that essentially would become um, the, if you like, the bread and butter of the charity. So, um, as a as a registered charity, as a nonprofit, we are actually allowed to make a profit, uh, but that profit obviously needs to be invested back into the charity. So, we're developing two services uh, that will effectively start to generate the generate the income. Uh, so, we become self sustaining. So, we're not reliant on the need for donations, for grants, for sponsorship deals, and so on, for us to be able to sustain the services that we provide. That's the ultimate goal. We always want to be able to be in a situation where the charity can stand on its own two feet financially. Um, so, I mean, it's, it, there's there's no difference between trying to run a business and trying to run a charity in that perspective. Um, but it's, it, it, it's a challenge <laughs> trying to get that, as with any business, uh, trying to get that service off the ground, trying to get it um, you know, profitable, so it can sustain itself. 
Um, we've done a lot of work in this um, rebrand process, looking at our sponsorship deals specifically and looking at what that's, you know, what was working, what wasn't, you know, how can we deliver this in a better way? We want to ensure that we're delivering value in everything that we're doing. Uh, so there's been a, a lot of discussion, a lot of conversation around that. And historically, we have, um, we've uh, offered, so to start off with, we offered a single sponsorship package. And that single sponsorship package was a you know, kind of a global package of the charity. Everything that we do, all the events, all the, 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 the podcasts, all the services, et cetera, we were creating exposure across the company or companies that would purchase that single package. That single package was sold at £75,000 annually. Um, all of this information is publicly available. The... Um, uh, Obviously, that price point pushed a lot of companies, you know, pushed a lot of companies away, particularly in the WordPress space. I think we're certainly used to a lower level of sponsorship. When we look at WordCamps, when we look at meetups, there's there are much, much lower costs often associated with sponsorship packages. Um, so we looked at that. We asked questions. We, we changed our sponsorship package about um, nine months ago. And it's worked to a degree, um, but it's, there was definitely things that we could improve upon. And one of them was actually you know, the administration of sponsorship, as well as the value that's being delivered. So we've gone back to having a single sponsorship package. But what we've done is taken all the stuff that was working, all the good stuff within the various of the two options that we've had, and packaged it up as, again as a single package. But now what was offered at £75,000 is now being offered at £10,000 but we're offering it to multiple companies. So obviously we, whereas we may have had one or two companies previously, we're now looking for obviously a larger number, number of companies, but delivering way more value into them. So there's a lot of work around the kind of the business model of all of this. So I'd imagine this whole COVID pandemic is a, is a two twofold for you on one side. Hey, the, you know, there is there is plenty of help for you to to give out uh, especially in these times so there are it's a, it's a great opportunity if i can say that it's a great opportunity to reach more people right people who need help there is a, this is a great resource for it right so i'm sure on one side of the house there's a lot of need coming in right a lot of people knocking on the door on the flip side the the events, you know, giving value back to sponsors, advertisers, that kind of thing. Now that's the challenge, right? Other companies tightening their belts. Now it might be harder for you to get that money, even though you have, you can prove that there's a quantity of people that, that, that could use these services. How has this balance for you been? And, and how are you sort of gauging uh, the next, maybe say 90 days, uh, till the fall time is basically what I guess we're all projecting <laughs> to things get back to a normal Normalcy, if if Absolutely. even try to find that new normal is right. Yeah, it's the, it's the challenge that we're all facing right now. I mean, to put this into perspective, we've had uh, in recent weeks we've seen more more than a three hundred ten percent increase in demand uh, in, in, for communication with with the charity, and and obviously that that stretched us. You know, it, it's meant that we've had to work hard to 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 meet that need. Couple that with the fact we saw more than a 90% decrease in public donations, it was a very challenging time um, and not was, is a very challenging is, time yeah. um, that we fully understand why we've seen a 90% decrease in public donations. You know, we, and we fully support the message at this time, you know, we've got to 
be financially responsible. We've got to ensure that there's the money in, in our accounts that's needed to ensure we can cover our bills, et cetera. So donations, we understand, way, move way down the priority list at this time. So looking at how we can uh, you know, f- find ways of supporting that, find ways of changing that has definitely been um, uh, you know, at the forefront of a lot of the conversations that we've been having. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's uh, it, the the world seems to be moving to well, what we're doing right now. Hopefully, fingers crossed, this works. I'm recording on Zoom, and hopefully, the video aspect of this does translate over to uh, the final product. But we're talking on Zoom now. The world seems to be moving to a Zoom environment. Um, conferences, meetups, people are you know hanging out with friends and family on on Zoom and various other platforms. Uh, has that been the model in terms of events, right? For the future, is that something where you're saying, Hey, look for the next 90 days, at least maybe we're organizing more online events happening, uh, than we ever, you know, imagined and sort of, you know, shaping that around a a solution for advertisers, uh, or, or sponsors, uh, you know, moving forward. Absolutely. Yeah. I've literally, come out of meetings today discussing this exact issue and it's been a, there's been a lot of conversation around this we've delivered in-person events now for for quite some time and um when we've delivered our in-person events we've always always live streamed those events so we've we've always had an aspect of having a virtual audience if you like with our with our events um, so us actually transitioning to a fully virtual event hasn't been too much of a challenge for us because we've had a tech stack that we've been fairly familiar with already. But um, being completely honest, solutions like Zoom don't really work for things like virtual meetups because you end up with 30, 40, 50, 60 people all trying to you know get onto a Zoom call and the platform, as good as it is, isn't designed for that kind of community conversation. It's really designed for one person to be speaking at a time, which isn't really a natural way of having a you know a meetup or a conference. So we've been um, heavily investing time in actually developing our own in-house solution that enables people to have this ability to come in to a platform. We have you know, our, our keynote speakers. We have our speakers you know, that they can obviously watch. We've got uh, live chats available for people to, for, for the community to interact with one another. But then we also have video breakout rooms so people can you know, dot in and out between different rooms and have conversations with smaller groups as you would normally do in a more natural environment when you're you know, in person. It, we, we wouldn't, when we had a, had a word camp, I know my the hallway track is, you know, that's where I am. I, I don't, I'm sorry to say, I spend very, very little time actually going to the uh, the talks but i don't spend the time with everybody that's in the hallway track all at the same time i'll move between different groups and have convers- different conversations and that's that's the environment that we're trying to replicate uh, at this stage and it it's coming together uh, we're very excited yeah. about the way that's um, that's happening but it's also offering the opportunity then also for sponsors to come in and be able to be part of that uh, conversation so there's a lot of work gone into that recently has it been a challenge on the flip side uh, for the opportunity it creates for you know branding awareness uh, sponsors? Has it been a challenge for 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 helping and servicing individuals who are looking for services? Are some people apprehensive to maybe say jump on a Zoom call or maybe the technology is too challenging for them? Or are people in this space just accustomed to a Zoom or a Google Meetup kind of thing and there is no issue? 
Mm. We've, um, I mean, all, our services have always been focused on um, delivering a global support um, system, which has meant we've always had to do it this way. We've always had uh, video, text, and phone support services. So, on the whole, people are you know, very kind of customer, very used to this model for us. So, in in that respect, not much has changed for us, uh, which we're very thankful for. It's meant that people are quite uh, kind of used to and, and accustomed to this this model for um, accessing our support services. Yeah. You know, one of the things I've seen, uh, and I'm sure you have too, and, and sort of everyone listening to this is, is it is, it's, it's hilarious to watch the, the local government, my city local government, uh, they're all using zoom now. Right. So instead mm-hmm. of going to city hall and having the, the, uh, uh, you know, the, uh, city council meeting mm-hmm. uh, at city hall, now everyone's doing it from zoom and my God, it is a circus <laughs> to watch these people, you know, you, 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 and you've got every single bad example of a zoom user you know you've got the person who's sitting in front of a bright window behind them so it's just a a, a dark silhouette and there's people where the the laptop camera's going to the ceiling and you just see their yeah. eyebrows when they're talking it's just like come on people it's 2020 <laughs> let's get together with this technology yeah uh, man it, it is, is hilarious it, it is it, it there are so many challenges when it comes to this and uh, i for us, we we've obviously been very focused within the, the WordPress community historically, which you know the a, a large percentage of, and you know, I don't want to um, kind of um, cut anybody out here, but the large percentage of the community have a level of technical understanding to be able to get onto a Zoom call and have a conversation. the The way we're moving. We're opening up to more communities and individuals and communities that may not necessarily have technical expertise. So there is this challenge and there are these, you know, we're, we're going to be facing new challenges as we progress. One of our services is about, is enabling, um, uh, mental health professionals to be able to deliver their services via, um, video conferencing. So there's there's a there's this learnings that, that we're having to go through at the moment, mm-hmm. um, in terms of people accessing that, and we're just all in everything we're doing, we try and bring the barrier to entry down as much as possible because we want to be focused on the support, and that's you know it's that's really what this is about. It's not about we want the tech to get out of the way, and make sure that the service that's being delivered is the you know the mental health professional. The, the, yeah. the, the, this might be jumping ahead or maybe something that. Uh, is unexplored at this point, but it just popped into my head. Maybe it's already popped into your head and your and your team's uh, creative thinking. Is this an opportunity for uh, mental health professionals, social workers who may have lost their job because of COVID to say, hey, there's opportunity here too. And this is one way to help bridge that gap of, you know, uh, you know, resources where, you have this big demand coming in, not enough people, but now maybe with the rebranding and, and the restructuring, you can say, hey, if, you've, if you are a professional and you've displaced, here's a new opportunity for you to work. Is that something that's doable in your model? It is, absolutely. And it's one of, as I mentioned, there were two projects that we've got work, that we're working on currently internally. And one of those is, is essentially that. So we're looking, oh, okay. at, looking at how can we support this community? Um, we've, we've got this unique opportunity where we're combining uh, 
uh, you know, the kind of the technical skills that we have as a community with obviously the, the mental health professional community and bringing those two together is really um, uh, enabling us to deliver some really quite fantastic results. And so we're very excited about where this is going to be going, where, where the, the potential for this, um, because it really is, you know, as, as dire as things may seem for some people right now uh, we're, we're really trying to look at the positives and finding ways that we can actually deliver new services at this time which you know, have the potential to go way beyond you know our new normal it becomes all part of this new normal that we spoke about it's actually you know yeah in 12 months time in 24 months time there's potential for this to continue to be delivered as is yeah i can see a world where you know maybe even somebody who is uh you know, uh, a mental health professional at some, you know, larger organization. And when things sort of the dust sort of settles or there's a restructure of things, maybe the folks that they've helped through your organization could connect somehow and be like, hey, I helped this WordPress developer through some tough times. Maybe that WordPress developer want to help us now, you know, work on our, you know, site or, you know, creating an e-commerce, you know, whatever, like surface things. But still, there's opportunity for two worlds to come together which you know might yes. never have without this effort. That's right. We've we've seen this come across already. We've actually seen this happen within our community. Uh, we've nice. we've got both professional communities collaborating together in our in our community and seeing those types of conversations happen already, which has been fantastic to see. So if people who are listening to this and watching this if they can't fork over the 10,000 pounds or uh, uh, the big chunk of change, what can folks do to help in a monetary way? Well, we, every single penny supports, every single penny goes directly into delivering this support into the community. Um, and we're really asking, uh, the, 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 the ask is very simple, $10 a month, $10 a month if you, is, enables us to be able to deliver the services. You know, if we can get individuals you know, from our community doing that, then you know, this is something we can continue to scale, continue to grow. Everything that we've done has been about how do we get this as a scalable model to support more people. So if, if individuals listening to this have the ability to, if they want to vi visit fund.bigorangeheart.org, uh, head over there, $10 a month is a perfect amount because it means that we are able to then continue to do, to do what we're doing, uh, providing this free mental health support into our communities. Uh, so I'd really appreciate it if, if uh, anybody has the ability to, then they, they do. I've seen some creative uh, ways that people have supported you. We're both wearing dueling Matt report hats. Uh, folks who are listening to it, store.mattreport.com. All the profits go to, uh, the foundation. Matter of fact, I have to go and, and change. I think my site still says <laughs> WP and up everywhere. So I have to go through and change that. But then I also noticed the other day that um, uh, your colleague, um, Nathan Wrigley, launched mm -hmm. the WP Builds store yep. with the same mm -hmm. concept. Buy a hat or buy a, a t-shirt and maybe even a mug. So he's already mm -hmm. outpacing me on product selection. <laughs> uh, and all of his profits will go to the store. Have there been any other creative endeavors like that? Or There have, yeah. And I, I want to just well, I have an opportunity just to say a personal thank you. Um, because yes, we're sitting here with our matching hats. <laughs> I thought I couldn't come on here without it. Um, the, the community has done a 
fantastic job at trying to find ways to support us. Um, as you've mentioned, Nathan at um, WP Builds has, has uh, set up a similar situation, similar um, scenario. Uh, the, we had uh, the Give WP team, for example, um, did a great job at Work at Miami uh, when we were were able to all come together as a community, uh, taking a selfie, and they were donating a dollar for every selfie that had the particular hashtag. Uh, we're aware of some other companies coming up around Work Camp Europe, uh, the upcoming Work Camp Europe that are supporting us. Uh, I know one of our sponsors, Yoast, are doing some fantastic stuff uh, leading into Work Camp Europe, which really has this, um, you know, this uh, focus around supporting the charity in unique and unusual ways. And uh, you know, we're really grateful for people taking the time. And it's, you know, can we find a fun way of doing it? And things like these, the hats, the, the, the swag, the bits that you, know, you actually get something for it. You know, you're, you're not just just handing over your ten dollars you might be handing over your twenty dollars and getting a t-shirt and you know there's something that you've got in in tangible return but of course that money has then also gone a portion of that money's gone to support the charity yeah the um yeah i'd like to see more wordpress shops um digital products you know take a month and donate a certain portion uh, i've also been por- i've been also been donating 20 percent of uh, whoever you heard me read the ad for <laughs> at the top of the show 20 percent of all ad revenue also going uh to the foundation so yes folks th- there's definitely ways to get creative if you're a wordpress company out there service or product and you're and you say i don't know of a creative way just knock on my door i'll tell you how to get creative <laughs> it starts with 20 percent, and it goes up from there <laughs> absolutely <laughs> so, uh, dan it's been an amazing conversation i am glad that that things are uh, are going well and the positive impact that you've had uh, on the community and now what we'll see as a positive impact across uh, the globe uh, and uh, sort of with the new Big Orange Heart brand. One more time for the listeners, where can folks find you to donate and to say thanks? Excellent. Thank you. Well, if you want to donate, fund.bigorangeheart.org. Uh, if you want to connect, basically anything forward slash Big Orange Heart, uh, or you can get me personally at Dan Maybe. That's D-A-N-M-A-B-Y. And I'm awesome. happy to connect with anyone. Everybody else is MattReport.com, MattReport.com slash subscribe to join that mailing list. And again, one last time, if you want to support, go to store.mattreport.com. And from there, you can purchase a hat or a t-shirt. 100% of the profits will go to, even though the site might say WP and up by the time I change this, <laughs> uh, it'll go to a big orange heart uh, and that'll be donated there. And again, thank our sponsors. If you heard our sponsors at the top of the show, uh, 20% of their donation or their sponsorship goes through as a donation. All right, everybody. We'll see you in the next episode.